in this tutorial I'm going to talk to you about some basic spinning terminology because um, we're going to be doing some spinning videos and I want you to have some basic knowledge. I will start by saying that I am no Abby Frankelmont or Kagi TM, so I don't know a whole lot of the terminology. I'm going to share with you just some basic things that I know about spinning. Um, I just spin. I don't need to know all the terminology, at least for what I do. But I want to start by identifying uh, some of the different ways that the fiber can be presented to you. Uh, for instance, you can buy fiber as a roving, as a combed top, or as a bat. And unfortunately, I do not have any um, roving to show you because I don't particularly like roving. Roving is a type of fiber that it is carded. That's what I understand. Roving is carded, and the fibers are kind of mismatched. Like they have, you have fibers going all different directions. And to me, it's more difficult to spin a, a roving than it is for a combed top. A combed top, what that means is that all the fibers are going together. So when you pull the fiber apart, they're all coming together, so they're sliding right next to one another. I prefer a combed top because I like to spin a nice, thin, um, worsted, um, worsted spun single. And I will get to the worsted and the woolen um, terminology in a few minutes. But so the combed top works best for me. And this is an example. Of combed top. This is actually a Polworth silk and you will see that as I pull it apart the fibers are all lined up so the the drafting of this is going to be quite easy to do. This is the type of preparation that I like. I like comb top because I can get the type of yarn that I want to spin. Um, some people like to spin um, thick and thin yarn or art yarn or different types of yarn and other types of fiber will work well for that. But I like to spin, like I said, a nice smooth yarn and comb top does that best for me. So that's the combed top. And I also have a bat here to show you. This is a bat, which happened to be in a ball, but I took it out of the ball. And a bat is like a flat sheet. If I open it all the way up, it's like a flat piece. You will have on one side some different colors than the other side. And to spin this, you would just pull off a bit and spin from that. I've I've only spun, actually, I've never spun from a bat. Um, I thought I was spinning from a bat, but actually, what I was spinning from was a um, a combed top that was kind of like wrapped around in a circle. But this is a bat, and you'd have to pull off the pieces. Actually, you know what? I did spin from a bat one time. Um, but the particular bat that I spun from, I wasn't really excited about because it was, it was prepped for more of a 
art yarn type of spinning and because I don't like that type of yarn I wasn't happy with the results that I was getting from spinning that. This particular bat is a very nice thin um, fiber and it, it's all in a line and it doesn't it's not going to come out in chunks at least I don't think it will but this is a bat that I have now wound back up again so all I can say is that if you are a new spinner then you should take some time to try roving combed top bats any type of fiber preparation that's out there because you may like something completely different than what I like and that is how the fiber industry is that's why they offer so many different things um, or so many different fiber preps so try different things once you discover what you like and what you don't like then you can you can um, appropriate your purchases after that in addition to the prep of the fiber, then there's also all sorts of different types of fiber as well. And again, in this same um, line of thinking, you should try all sorts of different types of fiber. Do one of the um, samplers to see, you know, you get like a, an ounce or a half an ounce of each different type of fiber. And you can try it out and spin it up and see, do you like it, do you don't like it. You know, are you going to want to buy some fiber like this in the future? Um, so try try those samplers. Some of the uh, types of fiber that are good for beginners are Polworth and BFL, both of those, or a Polworth silk blend or a BFL silk blend as well. I found when I was first starting to spin that those fibers worked best for me. Um, fibers that probably aren't the best for beginners are a shorter fiber, a shorter staple length, which is um, like merino, and a staple length is the length of the fiber of one fiber. So if I pull this out, when I can hold both ends with and it won't go anywhere, that's about the staple length. Okay. So in this particular case, this is a Polworth silk that is about three and a half inches so the longer the staple length well maybe not really long staple length for beginners but a, a three and a half inch staple length is probably a good place to start for beginners when you're learning how to spin and again Polworth and BFL both have that um, I spoke a minute ago about worsted and woolen spinning again I like to spin worsted and worsted spinning is where you don't allow extra air into the fiber. And I will show you that when I actually show you spinning. And then woolen is the opposite. You allow air into the, into the fiber by allowing the twist to come back into your fiber supply. Um, again, I will show you that when I actually show you the... Um, the actual spinning. The next thing I want to cover are Z-twist and S-twist. When you are spinning, typically you will spin a single in one direction and then ply it in the opposite direction. The common rule is to spin your singles in a clockwise direction and ply in a counterclockwise direction. 
but I have also heard that some people prefer to spin their singles in a in a S twist, which is a clock or counterclockwise, and then ply in a Z twist, which is clockwise. So again, in this particular instance, you should try different methods. Now don't try it on the same fiber at the same time because once you start uh, spinning a yarn or single in an S twist, I mean, sorry, a Z twist, you can't switch to a Z, a Z twist midstream without having a little bit of a, did I say that right? No. You can't start spinning in a Z twist and switch to an S twist without having a bit of a mess on your bobbin. You'd have to get the bobbin so that it could um, go back in the other direction. So don't try in the middle of the, the bobbin. You have to do one bobbin and then do a different bobbin. But try the different methods because you might find that one way is better for you or not. Because sometimes when you ply or you spin in a specific direction, your your knitted fabric might skew one way or the other. So if you try to spin in the opposite direction, then maybe that might be better for you. So give it a shot, try it out. You never know what you might what you might discover. Also, um, when preparing the fiber, I can show you on this little sample. I this is a this is just a sample and it is a sample of merino. Now I have already taken the um, the original roving, which is like this, and I've split it apart. So when I actually, I'll just show you on this one. When I get a fiber, it's it's a pretty big wad of of fiber here. I don't like to spin this big of a wad at one time. So I like to separate it off into bits. Now, normally when I'm separating this off, I will split it all the way down, but because I'm not ready to do that at this point, I'm not going to do that. But I will split it into bits and then I will spin this bit all the way down. I'll spin this bit, this bit, and this bit. Again, the same goes for how you want to spin. Maybe you don't mind spinning in a big clump like this. Or maybe you want to spin it in such a way so that you could have the fiber barbel pulled if you're going to two-ply it. Um, if you're going to two-ply it and you just want to spin it half and half, you can just break it in half and then break it in half again and then spin it straight out. Um, there's just a lot of different ways to split your fiber and prepare it for spinning. Again, I don't like to spin big clumps, so I like to split it down into several smaller pieces and then spin from these. And then I can decide if I'm going to um, Navajo ply it or two ply it um, or three ply it at a later time. Usually when I start a fiber, most of the time I know how I'm going to apply it in the end. Sometimes I don't, and I'll just spin it all onto one bobbin. Other times I will say right from the get-go, I'm going to three-ply this, and so I will separate the uh, fiber out into three equal pieces right off the start. That's the easiest way if you know ahead of time how you're going to apply it. Um, sometimes I don't know again, but maybe I decide I want to three-ply it, and I'm going to Navajo ply it, so then having it all on one bobbin is completely fine.
Um, there's just a lot of different things that you can do with the fiber, and I have not tried everything. I've only been spinning for just over, well, not even um, two years yet. yet. Uh, so I'm still in the learning phase myself. I have learned quite a bit about spinning in the two years that I have been spinning, but I am still very much in the learning phase. I have not tried everything. I just try things as they come, and if I don't like them, I just don't do them anymore. So that's one thing I definitely want to encourage is that you try different things, and then once you find out you don't like something, then don't spin that anymore. Uh, but also, if you've tried something in the beginning and you don't like it, please go back and try it again at some point once you become more comfortable with spinning because maybe you might find that you do like it after all. So that's my basic information about spinning and terminology. There's so many other terminology, spinning terminology that I haven't shared with you here today. Uh, but I think I've shared the basics to get you started spinning so you kind of know where to go from here. So, hope you enjoyed this little bit of information about spinning.